0: Stevie Boy, you guys are my best friends, so that's why I feel like I can tell you this. I uh, hear from my buddies at the Canopy Group. Hey, as you set out to explore Minnesota this summer, think about this. There are 234 cities in Minnesota with populations over 2,500. The Canopy Group has clients in all but seven of those. Want to do my math right here? That means in 227 of the cities in Minnesota that have populations over 2,500. They've got Canopy Group clients there. Why is that important? Well, because the Canopy Group's experience in all of these Minnesota cities gives them a unique edge in getting you the best home and auto insurance coverage at the best price. Remember, the Canopy Group they offer 16 insurance companies for a reason. They want to match your specific situation, including your zip code where you live, with the absolute best insurance company for you. This is done for you every year because your specific situation might change and the insurance company's appetites might change as well. This experience working throughout Minnesota provides thousands of Canopy Group clients the peace of mind knowing the Canopy Group is working for them. Check them out at thecanopygroup.com. Hey, good morning.
1: Welcome back. It is hour three of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk. One oh seven one came across a list of 30 SNL cast members who went on to become very big TV and or movie stars. And I was like, oh, how about that guy? I forgot that he was on SNL. And what about that guy?
0: Forgot about him, too.
1: And how about that guy?
0: I may I? Yeah. Is there a way to gamify this at all? As opposed to, could you maybe give us a few hints as we go down and then, as opposed to just reading off the list?
1: How about if I uh, I mention a few names and then you tell me, were they on SNL or not?
0: You think you could do that on the fly?
1: Not real sure, but I'll try.
0: <laughs> all right. Uh, maybe similar. here's
1: what I'll do. I'll say a name. Okay. And if it's not included on my list, Mike will fact check it. And I would just type in the name of the person, then SNL, okay. and then you, Steve, Okay. tell me if they were ever on or not.
0: Earlier, I hosted, uh, hosted, is it wine or cheese? That's right. And now you are, were they on SNL or not? Correct. Okay. Cast member, not host, cast member.
1: Right. These are cast members, even if it was just for a okay. season, okay?
0: Okay. I'm ready.
1: Dan Aykroyd.
0: Yes, SNL cast member, absolutely.
1: You are correct. Tonehead, Nin- That's right, 1975 to 1979. Let's go to Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Was Jim Carrey ever in the cast of Saturday Night Live?
0: I think he auditioned for it. He was on In Living Color. He, he has hosted it. I do not think he was an SNL cast member. Mike. Okay.
1: Very good. Here we go. Yeah, he did audition and didn't make it. Wow. Okay. He
0: hosted in like 96, maybe. 96, 97. I was so excited as a kid. I couldn't, because I watched so him on funny. Live in Color. Then I liked him in Dumb and Dumber and Ace Ventura. And then he hosted and it was so funny. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Robert Downey Jr. Was Robert Downey Jr. ever a cast member of SNL?
0: I think RDJ was a cast member for maybe one or two seasons early 80s. You
1: are correct.
0: Let's go! Yeah,
1: 85 to 86. He only appeared on the show during that time. After that, he continued to consistently work by starring in Weird Science, then Less Than Zero, Chaplin, Heart and Soul. I mean, it goes on and on. Only you, Zodiac, Tropic Thunder, before joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay. Sarah Silverman. Was Sarah Silverman ever a cast of Saturday Night Live?
0: Oh... I'm going to say mm, she feels like she would have been a writer on it. I don't remember seeing her in a, in, in a sketch. I'm going to say no, Sarah Silverman, not a cast member. You would be in <gasps>
1: She most definitely was. And she was on from 93 to 94. Okay. One season. She left in 94. And then, of course, since then has appeared in several films like... Uh, School of Rock, Funny People, A Million million Ways to Die in the West. You know, a bunch of stuff we haven't seen. Except for Wreck-It Ralph.
0: Oh, Wreck-It Ralph, great.
1: And she had a great show, the Sarah Silverman program. Anyway. And then she hosted a Hulu series, I Love You America. Let's go to Chris Rock.
0: Chris Rock was. He did like one year on SNL.
1: You are partially correct.
0: 90 huh? to 93.
1: Okay, okay. Okay. We are... He
0: was also one in Living Color. That's where he had his Good Lord That's a Lot of Money character. Oh, I did that not recall
1: that. In Live in Color. Do what you want to do. In Live in Color. How Remember about... his character,
0: uh, Good Lord That's a Lot of Money? I'm not going to try to imitate it. But it would be like, he would ask, how much for the pistachios? And they would say, "Uh, the pistachio, sir, $5. And he would say something like, how about I just give you 25 cents and you let me lick the dust off your fingers?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is very funny. Uh, Let's go to Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Was Ben Stiller ever a cast member of SNL?
0: I don't think so. I think he was on another sketch comedy show, maybe briefly. I'm gonna say no without confidence on SNL for Ben Stiller.
1: You would be incorrect. <gasps>
0: Come on, man. This is rigged.
1: Eighty nine. Eighty nine. I can't picture him though on I don't recall. I don't remember that. I'm trying to, but I don't remember.
0: Okay. Thank I was you. six. I was six, right. What do you want me to do? Let's go
1: to Martin Short.
0: Uh, Martin Short was, was he a cast member or was he just like a, uh, uh, oh, you know what? Yes, he was a cast member. He was. I say that with full confidence. Yeah? Yeah. Maybe one or two. That again, I believe was rather short lived. He had also done some stuff with SCTV out of Canada, comedy improv troupe there.
1: You are correct. Okay, thank Thank you. you. And then, of course, he went on to do so many great films. Three Amigos, Father of the Bride, Inner Space, great movie, Father of the Bride Part 2, The Santa Claus 3, The Escape Clause. Did you see that one?
0: I did, of course.
1: Okay. Uh, Let's go to Julia Louis-Dreyfus, please.
0: Oh, this feels like a trick question. I'm going to say yes. In nineteen eighty four.
1: Five. Okay, I'll give it to you. Uh, Eighty-two to eighty-five. That's where she met her husband, who did Weekend Update.
0: Oh, what's like, his name? You know,
1: his name is. Hold on, I got it. I got. I'm not even going to look it up. I'm just going to think while Mike cleans up my mess. Okay. His name is Brad Hall, I believe.
0: You nailed it. Hold Thank on. you. There you go. Thank nice you. Job,
1: uh, let's see. I'll just give you one or two. How about Eddie Murphy? Eddie Murphy. Yes, of
0: course, yes, of course. Of course.
1: Him, yes. my landlord. Gumby. I'm Gumby, Gumby damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go to Chevy Chase.
0: Yes, yes, Chevy Chase. Yes, SNL. You are correct.
1: Uh, let's try Roseanne Barr.
0: No, Arnold. no. Re- Roseanne Barr, Arnold, whatever. No, I'm going to say no.
1: You are correct. Thank you. It's 11-11. Make a wish. We're out of time.
0: Hmm. That was fun. Thank you, Donna.
1: All righty. Uh, when we come back, you have a study.
0: I have a couple of studies. Yeah, okay. there, there's a new work trend.
1: Kind of like this.
0: Not nine to four. Uh huh. Or not nine to five. Excuse me. Uh huh. But nine to four, and then ten p.m. Huh. Seems weird. I'll explain why it might work, and um, some of you might already do this. We'll get to that when we come back. It's Donna and
2: Steve on my talk. Hello, it is Rocco for MNFatLoss.com. Looked at the scale today. I'm still right there at 170. I was uh, in the high 190s a few months ago. And I owe that dramatic weight loss to the pros at MNFatLoss.com. There's a doctor and his team there. They're helpful along the way. They'll help you out. They'll message you through the app. You get to watch a video every day, make sure you're on the right track. And here's the deal. You could lose up to a pound of fat a day like I did. Results may vary. It worked for me, though. I think if it worked for me, it can work for you. I'm uh, kind of lazy. I didn't really exercise. I didn't count calories. I didn't count points. I didn't eat prepackaged meals. I ate foods I liked, and the pounds came off. Here's the deal. You only got a few days till July 30th. You can save $200 in the MNFatLoss.com summer special. But you got to call them. You got to email them. Get set up today with MNFatLoss.com. Do you pay?
1: Welcome this back. The, Appreciate you guys. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Let's study. Studies have shown that... Med- studies have shown that the microbial... Several
2: long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, are study buddies... The perfect nerd couple.
0: Donna and Steve. Well, put me down for a what-it-do baby boo. Am I right?
1: Yeah, dude you're my little baby buddy boo 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 yeah, all right let's do it
0: so there are there's a new trend in the workplace quote unquote so to speak wouldn't have been a likely situation a few years ago working nine to five so to speak you know in one solid chunk little less common than it used to be instead You have people who are working until the late afternoon. Then they skip out a little early. They take an extended break. And then they log back in before bed to finish up. So the term for this, Donna, is a triple peak day. Because there are three different times when productivity spikes now. There used to be two peaks.
1: Mm.
0: People's productivity would spike at 11 a.m., Okay. And then again at 3 p.m. Well, now there's a third one, 10 p.m. Basically, people are using their flex hours to leave work early. They want to beat traffic, go pick up their kids. Then they log back in at home before bed to maybe finish a project or deal with some leftover emails, etc. Now, at large, management doesn't love it, so this write up says. Because it can delay everything. If they send someone an email at 3.30, they might not hear back for seven hours. And if they schedule a meeting for 4 o'clock, half the staff is already gone. So there's a sure. concern that it could also blur the lines even more between work hours and quote-unquote me time. But it might be impossible to put the genie back in the bottle at this point. It's funny. We have um, some folks who, who just moved in near us, and we were talking, and they, they both work at home. And I said, oh, is that, had you always done that? And they were like, oh, absolutely not. But now they have no plan of going back in at all. I have friends who've never gone by,
1: who've never gone back again. They just completely eliminate. And I'm like, how does management justify paying rent for a building Mm -hmm. that nobody's coming to?
0: I bet in... It'll be interesting to see in fifteen or twenty years, are there a lot of buildings? Because I think that if you did a deep dive, I feel like I've read these passing articles that there are uh, there are vacancies or just under populated work offices in these big buildings. And soon enough, they'll find out we can do it. We can still do it all. And then instead of paying, let's let's guess a work rent per month. Let's say it's. $10,000 sure. or $20,000, sure. depending on how big of a space. If if I was management and I looked back and said, wait a minute, our bottom line stayed, we kept moving, we were still progressing, we did projects, we still connected and all that kind of stuff, and we saved, let's say, $20,000 a year, it's a quarter of a million dollars annually, then you could see where in, in 10 or 15 years, it's like, that's predominantly... What's happening? Because computers are available now too. We didn't have the computer setup. The technology setup wasn't available to us at home, right? Ten and twenty years ago, and it's so different now. And and you know, some of you out there listening right now, you're like, heck, you could get rid of my computer. I'm doing it all on the phone anyway, right? And so it is more mobile than ever. But we're in that weird time where the pandemic sped that transition up. And in addition to that, there are still contracts that different you know companies have with these buildings and we're in I think like this transition period where there's part of management that's like well wait shouldn't we have everybody back all the time but maybe 10 years from now it's like okay yeah we moved out of that we saved money and but not every business can function out of right remotely you know
1: well how about people who work from home who deal like I have a friend who works from home but he works predominantly with other nations Mm-hmm. So sure. you've got different time zones that you're dealing with. So your hours aren't going to be nine to five. You know, yeah. they might be 12 to eight.
0: And in that case, or 1 I would to much, 9. wouldn't nine. you much rather work remote in that situation? Cause if you have to talk with somebody in Madagascar, you don't want to have to drive into the office at 3am to jump on that zoom.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's,
0: it's an interesting, uh,
1: interesting time. Interesting time. The times they are changing.
0: Um, let me give you this. This is unrelated. This is not a study, but this is kind of big news on TMZ and uh, Twitter right now that broke earlier this morning. Um, Bronny James, LeBron James's son, uh, suffered cardiac arrest yesterday ah. during a USC workout. He was rushed to a hospital. Um, we're told that he is now, I believe, in stable condition. He did spend some time in the ICU. Um, a James family spokesperson tells TMZ Sports yesterday while practicing, Bronnie James suffered a cardiac arrest. Medical staff was able to treat Bronnie and take him to the hospital. He's now in stable condition and no longer in the ICU. They ask for respect and privacy for the James family, and we'll update uh, the media. When there's more information, they went on to say, Uh, LeBron and Savannah, his wife, wish to publicly send their deepest thanks and appreciation to the USC medical and athletic staff for their incredible work and dedication to the safety of their athletes. Sources with direct knowledge tell TMZ Sports that a 911 call was made at 926 a.m. Monday from USC's Galen Center, um, which is the venue where the team plays and practices. And that the uh, 18-year-old Bronny James was unconscious, wow. was taken by ambulance to the hospital. TMZ sources say that it was a code three, which means the ambulance lights and sirens were activated, signifying the seriousness of the emergency. Um, LeBron Bronny James, LeBron James's oldest son, is a uh, he, he's committed to play at USC. He is expected to end up. In the NBA. It's just been one of the most obviously uh, looked after, highly visible high school athletes over the last few years. Uh, but this news just came out this morning. And so it happened yesterday, but the news does not appear to have broken until today. We're very happy to know that he is in stable condition, Jeez, no longer Louise. in the ICU, um, but cardiac arrest, very serious. Damar Hamlin reached out on Twitter and said, you know, hey, here for you guys. And want to offer any help I can in the same way that you guys were always there for me. And so, a oh. really scary, scary situation for Bronny James, and obviously for LeBron, his father, and Savannah, his mother, to get that kind of a call on oh, Monday morning. So
1: scary, so scary. I just hope everything's okay. I mean, hearing these like young people, it's so shocking. Even with like the Tory um, Kelly, yeah, earlier, thirty years old. And she's got blood clots in her legs and in her lungs, and now they're looking at her heart?
0: I think I watched something on Real Sports HBO that was trying to figure out, because the common uh, chatter, and you'll see it if you go on Twitter today, is why is this happening to so many young people now? I think it was Real Sports on HBO Sports that did a thing saying, maybe there have been some other ones that in years past that you just didn't hear of um, that were happening, but as a parent, it's I think a very natural reaction to be like, "Is this a tra- is this happening more? Is, right. And if so, is there a reason why it is? I'm not a medical expert, um, but yeah, it's just you know you look at a guy like Bronny James in incredible shape, um, and so you know any information. Obviously, we want his health to be back up to what it should be um, soon enough. But yeah, I think then it becomes any parent of high school athletes, you start to get worried as you hear these these horror stories that pop up from time to time and you think, you know, God forbid this happened to any other kids, especially your own.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: All right, so All that's right. an update uh, that's you. floating out there on TMZ today. We wish the best to Bronnie James and the James family. Absolutely. When we return, we will uh, shift gears and get back into our normal shenanigans, which at this time on a Tuesday include the same name game, Two songs that share the same title but are not a cover of each other. We'll put them face-to-face, tete-a-tete, as it were, and we'll vote one off the island when we come back. It's game time. Don and Steve's next
2: simple transparent affordable that's what Lisa and Verlin over at Crescent Tide cremation services like to say hey it is Rocco for Crescent Tide Uh, Lisa and Verlin uh, run a simple cremation service Uh, they used to be in the full service funeral business and they one day they were like you know what it just seems like a so many people want a simple cremation they don't want sort of the old-fashioned, stuffy, funeral home type send-off. They want to have a simple cremation, and then they want to send their loved ones off in a way that makes sense to them, you know? Maybe you go to a special place. Maybe you have a big uh, barbecue in the park and say nice things about their loved one. You know, maybe, like my mom wants to do, uh, have a nice uh, sit-down at a restaurant. But it starts with that simple cremation, and so they said, you know what? Let's just uh, do that. We're good at that. And let's give the people what they want and not overcharge them for things they don't want. So that's what they do over there. Check them out today. Uh, simple uh, My Talk Keyword Cremation.
1: Got the top down tires on. Fire. Final stretch of the Donna, Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, the big Zamboni. A.D. He was it? Uh, Nothing, why? Just that
0: Cool, cool. Kylian Mbappe.
1: ah, oh, love his work.
0: What sport does Killian Mbappe play? Uh, soccer. Hey, you're right. I know. Did you look it up? Nope. Why do you need to say that?
1: I don't know. Just faking confidence. Thank you.
0: <laughs> it works, sister. Thank you. Uh, Killian Mbappe is... Mbappe. I like it because of the, the Hanson song. Very fun, Don. That's man. yeah. No, thank you for your experience. <laughs> Lionel Messi, who, by the way, came over from you know he played won, won the World Cup with Argentina last year. Don, if you remember last summer, uh, Lionel Messi was the head of the Argentinian team superstar, going against the up and coming superstar Kylian Mbappe from France. The game went to a shootout. They both performed spectacularly. It was just such a dramatic ending to the World Cup. Lionel Messi ends up coming over to Inter Miami to play for the Major League Soccer, which is much it's just a step down from European soccer, but he's getting paid a bunch of money. You're up. He then plays in his first game on Friday and wins the game with a penalty kick. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. Now Kylian Mbappe,
1: Mbappe.
0: Uh, is looking at an offer that Saudi Arabia has made to him. They also made an offer to Lionel Messi, but Lionel Messi said, no, thank you. Saudi Arabia made an offer to him. The Saudi club Al-Halal proposed, listen to these numbers. A world record three hundred and thirty-two million dollar transfer <gasps> fee to bring over Kylian Mbappe from Paris Saint Germain. So I believe that three hundred and thirty-two million goes to Paris Saint Germain. Like, oh. hey, sorry, we're going to take your best player, but here's three hundred and thirty-two million. And guess what? Kylian Mbappe would then play for Saudi Arabia's Al-Halal team for one year. Listen, Donna, one year, one year. 776 million dollars. What? This Come per CBS on. sports. To put that number in perspective, it's more than LeBron James's NBA career earnings what? and Tiger Woods PGA tour earnings combined. It amounts to twenty four dollars per second. Now, uh Saudi Arabia is also behind live golf and they have this public investment fund and so they have seemingly bottomless, endless, bottomless yeah. pockets of money yeah, yeah, yeah. and they wow they can just pay people and so you know some people are wondering like you know are the is the Saudi public investment fund ultimately going to run golf? Well, we'll wait and see. Are they going to run football, as it were, soccer? Mm. Maybe. If you can hand out this kind of money, after a while, people are going to be like, yeah, I'll I'll do the one year. How about if you're killing Mbappe today and you have a decision to make? hmm. Should I play for one year for the, uh, the Saudi Arabian team for $776 million? It's
1: a tough call. A lot of money. Is it, though? Uh, on that note, let me read this
0: Meltem. Meltem. Oh.
1: Meltem. Is here. Remember we were talking earlier about how Matt Damon turned down Avatar and lost out on residuals or you know, profits from the back end mm-hmm. in the amount of
0: two hundred and fifty million dollars.
1: a lot of money in it of itself. Forget the seven. Two is a lot. Well, Sarah sends an email and says, the Matt Damon conversation encapsulates you both. (laughs) Steve is motivated by money (laughs) and winning, and Donna isn't. (laughs) Just my observation from listening. Neither is good or bad. You're just different people, and that's why we listen. Thank you, Sarah.
0: Sounds like a total loser. No, I'm kidding, Sarah. (laughs) You sound great. Um,
1: I mean, smoke if you got them, right? I mean, take the money if you can. Yes. You're not screwing anybody over.
0: Yeah, the conversation we were having earlier, Mike, was uh, he, he couldn't get out of that job, out of doing the Bourne movies. Yeah. He was contractually obligated um, and didn't want to leave his friends in the lurch. Uh, but we were saying in theory, so Donna was saying, oh, it hurts to know how much money was out there, though he probably didn't know because that number became a reality after the box office sure. hall. Right. But I would say let's get the parties together and find out if there's a way that – we can all win here as opposed to just, sorry, I'm under contract. You know, the, the whole nature of a contract is newsflash to
1: break it. Well, mm-hmm.
0: no, no, but the, the employer, and I say this respectfully, we all deal with contracts, yeah, but the employer, yes. it's always in their favor and they want to control you. And that's just, the, I mean, come on, we would all just be intelligent and say that's the truth. And there are other wonderful incentives about contracts and all that, but at the end of the day, you usually are controlled by somebody else. And I'd say, wait, can we gather? Is there a way that we can all win here? Is there something that that can be done? And uh, you know, and then when you have you know employers with that are aren't machines but are like people, then very often you can see like, oh look, and they were able to all the things were able to work. And Matt Damon made his born money and his Avatar money. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I just say I don't want to screw anybody over.
0: And that's why I would have said, is there a way w- that we can do this without anybody getting screwed over? And then they Don't say, just assume, nope. every- but if then it's a nope, then it's a nope. But don't just assume it's a, oh, no, I'm sorry. There are creative ways, creative solutions that are out there. You just got to get them, people. Come down for Moose Soup
2: after. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it's cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it can't.
0: Soup in my mouth. Soup in my
1: mouth.
0: Then in my tummy.
1: Soup is delicious. It's
0: so good. He's been on one today, huh? Oh, hey. Hey, Brian.
1: Hey, great job on the soup yesterday. Buffalo chicken soup. Yeah. So good.
0: So it seemed either. made up. I've never heard of it before. It was great. Was it made up? Yeah, I just made it up that day. <laughs> what, what a beast. What <laughs> you a are. Beast. You're
1: amazing. You're I'd a be boss. vomiting
0: in the back of the kitchen if I didn't like, oh, have a God. soup.
1: <laughs> oh, God. What am I going to do? I'd
0: be like, well, our first available soup, by the way, is going to be tomorrow because this has to crock pot all night, I think. No. That's Fast not soups. Not a thing. All right. Um, mm. What's the soup today? I got a, uh, it's like a wild rice with bacon. So it's a broth-based oh, wow. wild rice with, what do I got in there? Uh, carrots, celery, onions. Nice. Why'd you just
1: go ruin it with bacon?
0: Donna, uh, you nuts. Excuse me?
1: <laughs> Sorry. I was talking to a different Brian. Way
0: to make it Hold with on. bacon. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah. it's got all those veggies. Thank you for putting I some I got a good entree for you today, Oh, Steve. what do you got? What do you got? Oh, okay. Beef baja quesadilla let's go no, that's it right you're there so yeah, buddy. quesadilla day me. in the calf <laughs> all right fine all right we love you bye you're the best bye, bye. why do hmm. you have to ruin it with bacon honest to goodness you're in time you have to take you have to take a day off you
1: have to take care of yourself okay
0: i understand the bacon in the soup isn't going to be what ends up killing us
1: you don't know that. What if it was that last tiny bit that you put on your, that's coming up to your mouth from your spoon, and that's the one that does it? You don't know.
0: These are your final words for today's show. you Are good with this?
1: No. Bye. Well,
0: too late. <laughs>